Okay, yeah, I think we're Welcome recording. Welcome to the Celibate Vegan Voices CVV Code. Sorry I jumped ahead of you, my compadre, Chastity White Rose, but yes. uh, I'm at a green light here, and see where this is right now? This is where they, when I say they, Verizon, I believe, wants to put a cell phone tower for 5G right near this public storage, and right across the street from this Ralph's grocery store, Ralph's is very famous. Uh, it's a supermarket in California. I know that you don't have. Yeah, I've never, seen, never seen those here. Yeah. I'm very concerned. Today is 5G Global Protest Day. And as our promo said, this is a technology that is very dangerous for all biological creatures. There's already been experiments on rats. You know, of course, we don't like that. You and I, Chastity yeah. White Rose, but there ha that you know that's happened. And um, apparently, these microwave uh, signals to the cell phones and uh, computers—they're—they're. Going to well, it's a bunch of BS. What's that stand for? Not bullshit, but brain bad scrambling. Science. So, oh, I thought it was bad <laughs> science. That too. Okay. So we can think of a lot of words that, that that BS stands for. A lot of people are saying this. This is just a conspiracy. There's not enough evidence. Um, you know, wear your tinfoil hat, and it's really disturbing it's upsetting um you know i i feel that i'm well educated i've spoken before how i have three college degrees one of them is in mathematics and i don't i don't appreciate people telling me that i'm an alarmist um i don't appreciate people just saying oh i can see you're passionate because it's not just about passion passion to me a lot of times is about love or a hobby but i'm speaking out because if i don't and others don't then the telecommunications industry is just going to railroad us over and there's going to be a cell phone tower for this 5g uh every so many feet actually i have to get the stats on it but see it's a short wave and therefore there needs to be more antennas now i know that there's some things that one can do in order to prevent radiation um like leaking into your home and like cell phones there's shields for cell phones but now we're getting into more expensive things i i, I don't know how much it is to shield radiation from a home I myself don't have a smart meter, which is what registers your gas. I don't know if it registers the electric, too. But from what I understand, a lot of people get sick, they get headaches, um, and I don't want one of those where I live. So <laughs> I, I'm as extreme as I just have two space heaters in my home. And I don't have an oven working because I don't want this smart meter, although I was told uh, today that you can have a smart meter taken off your home. You can have an analog instead, but you just have to pay more money per month. 
And as Chastity White Rose and I were talking prior to us recording this, um, to be healthy, it takes more money. And what's sad is I feel that some of the people that are actually banking on people who care, like, about their health, some of them are so corrupt. For instance, Jeff Bezos. You know, he's taken over Whole Foods. Whole Foods is pretty healthy on, you know, the whole, to dun dun and not completely, uh, but, you know, it, it's like he does so many hypocritical wrong things for the environment. He doesn't care about the animals. He laughs at animal activists. He destroys this earth because he's not running clean fuel vehicles to deliver all these boxes to people's homes you know the packaging um it's not eco-friendly um i mean not the cardboard part but uh you know other parts of it packaging and you know it just doesn't make sense to me. I feel that if you're in the health industry, you should really be mm, all around holistic for people. But he's not, and he's running around the globe, and he, India doesn't want him. India doesn't want Amazon. He's running around, like, you know, praying, whatever the, the Hindu si- symbol is. And, um, he you know, he's not that. And he's just running around with his uh, gal friend who he cheated on his wife. And, you know, she's been married three times. And, you know, to, to, to millionaires and whatnot, she cheated too. And, you know, I hate to be a judge because maybe they really love each other. But the fact of the matter is I don't see them helping this earth. And it's people like him that we have to combat. And how can we combat somebody like him? who has billions of dollars. So today I was out there and I was protesting and there were a lot of concerned people. And then yet there were a lot of not non-concerned people too, which I didn't understand because it was in, it it was outside air one. That's nowhere spelled backwards. And there's a few of them around the Los Angeles area. And most of their um, foods and beverages are organic. A lot is vegan. It's totally healthy. It's packed. It's always, it's always crowded in there. And I would have to say, like, 25% of the people going, they didn't even want to bother with our information. So if you're going into a healthy place, I don't know why you wouldn't want to stop and get some literature on this. It just makes me really upset. You know, I know that people don't have time to go protesting for everything, but I would say that this is probably one of the worst things that we're facing as a human species because there's no way of getting around it. If somebody has a cell phone and you're near it and they're taking in the 5G waves, then it's going to be going near you. If you have a cell phone tower a block away because of your neighbor, well, that's going to affect you. So that's why I'm so vocal about this yeah and and people don't know about it and and here's here's one more thing that gets me upset i know a lot of times movements first of all they start out small and then sometimes more people get into the movement like veganism it used to be really small when i started protesting around 2006 
you know, a lot of people were walking away and whatnot. And now it's become popular to an extent. And but the thing is, we don't have we don't have time for this to be like this popular movement because the telecommunications industry is moving fast. They have billions of dollars. And I personally don't want to have to go to this meeting and this protest. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I, you know, I traveled today an hour to get there and I'm using gas and I feel bad because that's fossil fuels. But yeah. It's just, it's radiation is even worse than fossil fuels. Because if you know anything about radiation, Japan, when their nuclear power plant exploded, so many people died and they're sick to this day and it went into the Pacific Ocean. It killed fish. Chernobyl, which I think that's like a TV series or an internet series. It's up for an award. Chernobyl was, I think it was in the Ukraine and, you know, killed so many people, so many diseases. Radiation poisoning is no joke. You know, if you get cancer... I feel there's been a lot of people that have gotten cancer because they don't eat right and because of stress. And there have been people that take the holistic route and and they nurse themselves back to health. After their doctor tells them to make their last will and testament, they decide to organic green juice and within a month or so, their cancer is cleared. You can find this on, on YouTube. But when it comes to radiation poisoning, yeah. that's... You know, that's really difficult to beat. So yeah. that's why it's out here today. And I'm planning to go to my neighborhood meeting, the Sunland Neighborhood Council on Monday, February the 3rd at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time in Sunland at an elementary school called Apperson Elementary. And I believe my vegan veterinarian friend is going to come with her mom. I hope so. Because I, you know, I don't want to be the only person there. I want there to be people to show that we care. Because, again, it's, if it's just going to be drips and drabs, we're not going to get anywhere. But also, there is a lawsuit right now. But, you know, again, lawsuits could be long and drawn. And we don't have time for this. There's, there's lawsuits against Bayer that owns Monsanto, that owns the glyphosate, and they're trying to settle with everyone. They want to, like, end it. They know that they're wrong, but they have the United States government at their back because the EPA says, oh, there's, you know, there, there's no uh, evidence that glyphosate causes cancer. Oh, yeah, and in the meantime, we see all these people that have used it are getting mainly non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a form of cancer. So, I'm, you know, I just wish that people could be a little bit more basic instead of saying, oh, there's not enough evidence. Well, we don't see the evidence, okay? Because <laughs> if, you, if you can just see people getting sick because they've used something or because they're around something, to me, that's like a wake-up call. So these, these people have to stop being like naysayers and, and open their eyes and have some common sense. All right, I'm going to let you speak. Yeah, I'm going to go I, up I, my driveway. I, I, have, I have much to say here. Yeah, now uh, what you were just saying about how people say there's not enough evidence and all that sort of thing, this is something that's very, very bizarre because 
Um, this is actually a common thing used in the creationism versus evolution debate. Um, how there will be somebody who who will say there's no evidence of evolution and all that sort of thing, and it's like actually when someone says that they're just unwilling to look at the evidence. That's what it really means. That when they're just saying there's no evidence, but they haven't actually researched it. Um, and you know, here's the thing. I would say that uh, this wireless technology, not just the 5G, but really all of this wireless uh, technology with cell phones and everything, um, it's it's kind of like the new smoking in a way. Because you know, when people are smoking with cigarettes, it affects everybody else who has to breathe that air. Yes. And, and it took so long to get smoking banned in public places like grocery stores and airplanes and restaurants where they used to have uh, smoking and non-smoking sections, but the smoke would still get over to because air travels everywhere. But right. the thing with this, this 5G thing, um, for example, is that this wireless technology is invisible. You can't smell it. You, you know, you can't smell it, taste it, feel it, but or see it. <laughs> it or see it. Yeah. So it's completely oblivious. Like none of our five senses can pick it up. However, I did watch. I did look the, at the links you, you gave me and stuff. And I saw this video about how it affects the blood when people are around this this wireless stuff, you know. Well, tell me uh, about that because I didn't actually look at that. Yeah, I, yeah, I watched this video. It was on one of the links you emailed me about how it affects the blood and all clusters together in this weird shape. Um, and they were talking about the damage it can cause like this. And it's pretty scary stuff, you know, because obviously this, um, all of this, this wireless technology, all these electro waves being sent through the air, it's going, we, we not, might not be able to see on the larger scale what's hap happening. It doesn't look like, it's invisible to us, but it, it still is going to affect at the at the molecular level. Our tiny cells, our, our blood and cells all over our body, it's still going to affect those very tiny things. So most likely, like, well, a human might feel like they're fine, even though it's damaging them slowly. Um, if you happen to be a small animal, like, let's say you're an insect. Like, let's say that you're a bee, for example. A bee would be a classic example because bees are tiny and they're flying everywhere through the air. If these tiny waves, which, you know, seem small, but bees are also small. What if that affects their sense of direction? What if it damages their brain and they can't tell where the flowers are anymore? Well, you know, actually, you must be a genius because it has. They, they, <laughs> it's killing them, and they have no sense of direction. One of the protesters was explaining it today because they're hearing it. Um, they actually hear these waves, and they, <laughs> it makes them confused. So I'm surprised yeah. that you actually said that. Well, and that was a complete accident too. However, I I do know like what first of all what you mentioned about the birds that were dropping dead that flew near towers, you know. Yes. Because yes. these birds and, and their tiny brains are affected by by the, the these waves and stuff. And so if it's affecting the birds, it only makes sense it would affect the bees. And you know what that means, don't you? If the bees if the bees all die from that, that has a greater impact more than anything. Uh, because without the bees, there's no pollination. And then the majority of the fruit and vegetables also die out. So basically, if the bees go extinct, 
or are reduced to such numbers due to this technology that it's just like just like the pesticides the reason that pesticides are the chemical pesticides are not good um is you know it be, besides it, it obviously kills the insects but that's going to include the bees as well and even even though a lot of humans don't like bugs and even though i actually do like insects i think they're amazing and i respect their life mm -hmm. um the, the bees are very um, important for the survival of humans and all species of life on the planet. If they, if, if the world could do without humans, the rest of the animal kingdom could do fine if all humans were gone. But not the same is not true of bees. And so the bee, the bees, uh, just just the bees' safety would be a, enough reason to oppose this technology alone. You know, and mm -hmm. and I. And I can't do anything. For example, they sprayed for bugs um, while I was gone. I was at work, but I know that they sprayed my apartment for bugs Thursday. And that's the way it is with any apartment. You know, the apartment complex, they have the right to come in your apartment anytime, whether you're home or not, and spray their pesticides. And I knew they did because when I got home, it was the most awful smell. I opened the door to my apartment and I was suffocating. I could not breathe at all. I had to just leave the door open for like half an hour and let the oxygen from outside get in my apartment. Cause, and it was freezing cold too. So I had to freeze uh, in my apartment because they had sprayed for bugs. So they, yeah, they killed the bugs, but it nearly killed me walking into my apartment after I come home from work, you know? And yeah, you know. I, um, and I wanted to say something about that because I was thinking about your apartment when this protester that I had met, um, we were talking about the, the smart meters. And as I said, like, this is where my smart meter should be right here, but it's not there because I'm not getting gas because I don't want to get the, because my bedroom is right there. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. if, if, if I get this, radiation detector as you as you might say then that's going to affect me and if i don't want to get in i Wait, get gas and i have froze. to spend more money so she, I but she you come was back i can't she, hear you oh you can't hear me hello 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 no hello hello yeah. you should be able to hear me can you hear me no What's going on? It says recording. Hello? Hello? Where are you? Hello? Hello? I can't hear you. I can see you. I see me. You're frozen. I guess I'm going to click off then and I'll call you back. I don't know. Let's see if it starts or not. Okay, it looks like it started recording. So hopefully we will not um, we will not lose connection again. I hate it when that happens because <laughs> merging recordings can be it's time consuming. <laughs> yes. And as you were saying, it's really um, it's annoying because. I mean, just because you don't have 5G right now doesn't mean that it's perfectly healthy for you. Yeah. And it's not even working to boot. So 
It's yeah, like, I know. Least... See, that's what. Yeah. Okay. I here's. I have to say this. Okay. So what you people missed? Okay. What our audience missed is that our our connection got dropped and your face froze and all that. I didn't hear you. The call got dropped. My internet connection went out as, as it frequently does, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's it's like my internet connection works well enough if I just need to get on my computer and pay my bills online. That kind of thing. It works fine it'll work for about 10 to 15 minutes and then it'll go on the fritz again but when i'm trying to record a podcast i need it to need it to just stay online and it doesn't do that and so i was talking about how it, it's it's causing me brain damage to have all this wireless technology and computer all this stuff around me but it's not even working like it's, it's supposed like it's to working. i know and it's like this is what's so sad monique is that we have to use the technology that we're telling people is unhealthy in order to tell the people that it's unhealthy. Yeah. And this is this is very weird. That that's almost like having to smoke in front of people while you talk about how smoking causes cancer. That's what it's like. It's really sad, but it's different because this is something we're forced to do in the age of the internet. Because, you know, um, for example, I believe that protests of the old type where people go to events and physical places and hold signs, I don't believe that stuff has any effect anymore. And why is that? Because people are not out on the streets anymore seeing that happen. No, no everybody is on, everybody's on their cell phones. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's, you know, on YouTube. And, and so everybody is on the internet all the time. So the only way for anybody to hear your message, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to promote, whether you are a company trying to sell your product or whether you're trying to promote an ethical or healthy cause, you have to use the internet or nobody ever hears about you. They'll never hear you. And that's what's sad is that the, the internet has its pros and cons. Sure, it, with, without the internet, vegan activism would not have reached the point it is today. People wouldn't know about veganism if it wasn't for these documentaries that everybody has access to instantly. Everybody has YouTube and Netflix and, and the Apple uh, movie store, like everything. So it has its benefits because people can become educated. But I, like I've told you before, all this technology <clears throat> cannot all be good for us. There, there, was, a, there was a time I liked to remind people <clears throat> there was a time not too long ago when there was no such thing as cars there was not even such a thing as a telephone in any form and, and the first telephone phones were not wireless they were landline everything was cords you know it's underground mm -hmm. or overhead and, and, and at least the corded phone system it didn't have uh, electromagnetic waves going through the air right. um, so at least that was safer in that way but yes. now, now we live in a world where, you know, even if you and I didn't have cell phones, and even if we didn't use the internet ourselves, and we didn't, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. even, even if we didn't pay for any of that, it's still affecting us. Because, as you know, you take any electronic device and look at the Wi-Fi networks. It'll ask you to connect to a network, and you'll see like at least a dozen different Wi-Fi networks because every apartment and every store has their own Wi-Fi network. So th these wireless um, uh, mo modems are, are out there. Just So it's all out there. You're affected by it whether you want to or not. Exactly. So 
So yeah, I mean, so I mean, for me, it's not just about the 5G thing. It's really that our society has become too obsessed with, tech, with technology, mm -hmm. and and you know, just electricity in and of itself. Like even if we exclude the um, all the, the these magnetic waves and all this of the cell phone towers and all that, the fact is electricity usage is not sustainable. We know this because people have not switched to renewable sources of energy. There are some who have started using solar power, but unless we all start, unless all of our electricity for the whole planet was solar powered, we're stuck in a problem because coal and oil and, and, and other types of things are burned and then there's the power our plants that use some kind of chemical, who knows what. I, I don't know exactly how they work, but how our electricity is produced that powers everything. You know, the the electricity for air conditioning, for my computer, for, for the for the light light bulb in my lamp here, you know, everything is electric. And just think, people used to live without electricity. Back before humans learned how to use electricity. They could do it back then, but that was different because the society was built towards it. Everybody had fireplaces and could start fires to keep their house hot in the winter, for example, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but now the world has become so dependent on cars and electricity and cell phones that now it's like society could never go back. Um, so I know this is just a thought experiment, okay? But remember, but I want, I want, I want to go down this train because this is very interesting. So, um, so people, yeah, hundreds of years ago, obviously they didn't have, they didn't have any electricity. They didn't have cell phones or telephones of any kind. None of this thing. They didn't have cars, and they either walked or rode horses or used bikes. You know, and I can still walk or bike, but I don't ride a horse unless it's Mr. Ed and I can get consent. <laughs> um, but. Um, but yes, but then what if something happens? People have theorized that a solar flare or the Chinese government, or was it the Russians? I can't remember, <laughs> could wipe out the U.S. power grid. Like that they could wipe out the power grid for the entire United States of America. And if that happened, what if that happened that all, all of our power source and the whole electrical system was completely destroyed? I'll tell you what would happen. <clears throat> Not only would our, our phones and our internet, but the temperature control in people's homes, in their refrigerators and their ovens and all of that would be gone. Also, I would be without it. Without electricity, I would be without a job because there is there is so much technology so much com so, so much computers at that place and stuff that powers everything how we punch in and punch out is through computer and how we do our our time sheets of what we did it's all through computer and everything without electricity all the, it's hard to find a job that doesn't have electricity even the job i used to do at high v the whole grocery store would shut down without electricity everything's electric the cash registers are all digital and electrified. But think about it. There was a time when grocery stores didn't have electricity. Back a long time ago, people actually knew how to count change. And they used dollar, dollar bills and coins. And people knew how to do the math without calculators. 
people were smarter before electricity. I swear, like people were, people knew how to do things Pe before technology. People actually walked and they knew how to do math. Like, and so what's happened is humans have um, constantly as new technology does more and more of the work of humans, humans get weak and lazy and stupid. It's really weird because, I mean, I have to use technology like everyone else. And the main reason that I, I use the Internet is for activism. But I have always been one to not get too attached to it. And I like to think that if the power grid is wiped out, that I would be like the one person to survive. And I totally would be. Like... In, in the area of independence and, and Lee Summit type area, I would be the last person left alive. I know I know I would. And, and, and I'm going to tell you why I would be the only one who would survive. Because first of all, everybody would be without jobs because every business, every company, every job is electrified. So first of all, nobody will have any money anymore. All the food at the grocery stores will all rot with the temperature control system. So the only people who will survive are people who are in good physical shape, who learn to go outside and eat grass like a cow. <laughs> I don't think you can eat grass, by the way. Doesn't that do something to you? Actually, you can. I can tell you from experience, but I don't like to do that very often because it really cuts my tongue. <laughs> I... I it, it, did I ever tell you about how I learned to eat all sorts of things in Minnesota because my father wouldn't feed me? No, and I didn't know that you lived in Minnesota either. Seems like you've I, been in different states. Yeah, and, and Minnesota is not a place that I would recommend anyone try to live. And it's for one thing, it gets it's very, very cold. Much, much colder than where I'm at here. Um, and the mosquitoes too. Um, but yeah, I used to visit my dad for the summer and you know, he would, he, he would work in his shop all day, you know, and I was unsupervised. And I used, I, I used to, you know, eat grass, sometimes little rocks, sand, pine needles, grass. I, I used to eat all kinds of things outside. There was a pine tree I used to hide under, and I would try to eat pieces of pine cones and and stuff like that. So I was basically living like a wild animal, which I am a wild animal. You know that better than anyone. Um, but the thing is, um, that is the life of all the wild animals. Deer are the classic example. Do you realize what deer do? The reason deer live, it, they live through the winter. They eat tree bark. They, they eat whatever they find. They'll eat, de they'll eat dead wood, anything they can, because plants don't grow during the winter. But there are still deer everywhere. You can see them, especially at night. As I'm walking home from work sometimes, I can see them even in winter in the cold. I don't know how they keep warm. Sure, they have fur, but they, they, don't, they don't have the kind of fur that a polar bear does, you know? So they must be cold. But I think they just keep themselves warm by just moving around a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. But anyway, the, but the point is, that's well, the Well, I, I, I've seen bark in natural medicinal products and i had won a trip to india a while ago and there was a certain type of bark that could 
take like acne off your face, you know, if you had pimples or whatnot. So there is uh -huh. a lot, of, there are a lot of healing properties of bark. So I guess what you're saying only half surprises me. Yeah. But how could you have eaten the sand? I mean, well, well it, it, yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's very strange. Well, when you, minerals, when you minerals, what? well, yes. Yeah. Now, when you think about it, now, with the rocks or, or the, you know, or the sand or the dirt, you know, it's, it's all got minerals. And what are plants getting out of the ground? What are the roots picking up? They're picking up the minerals. But so when we eat plants, we are indirectly eating the minerals that the plants have absorbed from the so soil. But, but when you you're eat rock without choking. Well, the thing is, yeah, I did choke, you know, that's the thing about it, uh, you know, but it's, it's one it's one it's one of those weird things where you try to. You try to eat, eat, you get a handful of sand, put it down your throat, and then try to drink some water. That's the thing about it. So if if you have some sand and you and you wash it down with water real quick, well, actually that is just like what I did today with the coffee grounds. Because <laughs> you know I don't have a coffee maker. I actually don't have a coffee maker. Um, I I basically I take a scoop. I have a scoop left over from the vegan protein powder that I got uh, a long time ago that ran out. But I have this big old scoop. It, it's like about this this big around. And so I I fill it with coffee grounds and I put that in this cup and then I shake it up with some kind of liquid. I, I can use water, fruit juice, soy milk, that kind of thing. So basically I just I just shake it up real nice and then I drink the liquid full of coffee grounds. So I'm just putting tons of coffee grounds down my throat, which is another way of doing coffee. If you don't have a coffee maker and you want to get that coffee in your system, just consume the grounds. <laughs> so that is exactly like eating dirt or, or sand. It's the same basic principle. Well, I mean, I felt I, I have had coffee grinds before that didn't dissolve and I have like choked. I mean, not to the point where I was going to die, but it's right. pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it just gets it's getting your throat wrong, and you have to cough a little bit of it up. But the majority of it, if it still gets in there, it still helps you feel better sometimes, you know. Um, and so were you I, just hung? Were you hungry, or was it because you were not being supervised, or both? Well, I, I was hungry, and well, it, it's kind of a sad story. Well, you first you have to understand that. My, my, my father wanted me to visit him in Minnesota, but the thing is, he worked at his shop all day, every day, pretty much. What kind so of I, Well, it was a car shop. He's a mechanic. Um, yeah, yeah, he called himself the hydraulic doctor. But yeah, so he had a, he had a shop in Bertha, Minnesota. He might still have it for all we know. I haven't talked to him. Um, but so at first he had my, my cousin... Um, babysit me but well he handcuffed me to it to a chair and left me there um yeah that was that was that was pretty bad so so then i talked my dad into just taking me to bertha with him and well it, it was it was very it was actually funny because my father had no idea where i was that's that's the thing and and you know i was always kind of the the child to not ask for anything not cause any trouble well, actually, I learned to be that way early on in life, like to just not, just not say anything, just keep everything to myself, not complain about things. But, you know, my yeah, my dad would be working on cars. And so I just let him do. I was just glad that I wasn't with my cousin. So 
a lot of dangerous things happened. A lot of things that could have killed me. While I was roaming around the city of Bertha, Minnesota, and my father didn't know. And even if he did know, I'm not so sure he would have cared. But um, there were many things I did. I mean, it's just funny. I wasn't intending to get onto this on a podcast, but this is actually a very interesting story to tell because when it gets in, because, you know, one thing leads to another. So I better continue this and then we better get back on topic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so you know there, there Notice was. Notice I'm I'm eating my I keep dipping my my one grape into this awesome sauce that has no oil. It's made out of tahini, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's like you know when you're like into something and you're eating popcorn. <laughs> well, I'm into what you're saying, but instead I'm eating grapes with the tahini. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that so there was this lumber yard um, where I. Uh, used to play in. I used to hide in there. It was this lumber yard, and you know they had these big concrete bricks, and there was lots of wood and all kinds of stuff. It was like construction type, some lumber yard where they kept all this stuff. And I used to hang around in in there and and hide. It was one of my favorite places because nobody expected anything, but that was great fun. And then there was the park not too far away, and that's where I ate sand because there was a lot of sand. You know, they had like this merry-go-round thing, and they had sand. I used to like bury myself in the sand. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then there was, the, yeah, there was the pine tree halfway between my, it could have been a spruce tree. They're similar. It, um, either pine or spruce, uh, halfway between my dad's shop and this park. And then there was there was some friends that I had there, um, the, the Hodges. I I, I think their, their last name was either Hodge or Hodges. But I I, re, I remember the, the the young boy's name was Benjamin, but I don't remember his sister's name. But anyway, yeah, they lived across the street from the park, so I knew them. And then there well, was the we had some neighbors, and they're called the Hobbs. So I'm yeah, on the same track. Uh, and th and then there was the time a nail went through my foot. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is very painful. Um, so yeah, um, I was walking on this board near my dad's shop this one time, and this this nail. I stepped on this nail. It went through my my foot, like from bottom to top. I still remember it was right here, and it hurt so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Now. I didn't know this at that age. You have to realize I was like six years old. Like it could have gotten infected or something bad and I could have died. But I didn't know that back then. I was just a kid. I didn't know anything. So all I did was hurt. But after I got the nail out, you know, eventually it closed up and the skin healed. My foot hurt for a while after that. But yeah, that was painful. I stepped on this, this nail. And it's like, well, I learned not to walk on boards like that that might have nails. Did you uh, did you not tell anybody? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't even tell anybody. It's like Aww. it's 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 kind it's kind of, it's one of those very weird things. And I, I mean, I knew my father was abusive anyway. Um, that's the thing about it. It was it was very strange because I I, I mean I had seen him physically abuse my mom when I was a kid before the divorce, and then like. I guess he had some right for visitation with me. At least I thought he did. So I thought I had to visit him. I didn't. I I didn't know if I had a choice or not. But it was kind of one of those weird things because, 
Yeah, I was in Minnesota there, and I kind of lived a weird wildlife. Um, it, it, it was interesting because when I was with my father, it's like I could do whatever I want. Sure, I wasn't very safe, and I wasn't protected, and anybody could have come and kidnapped me. Seriously, somebody could have could have kidnapped me, and nobody would have ever found me. I could have been murdered, and nobody would know, and my father wouldn't have a, have a clue where I was. So the fact that I'm still alive here today is actually quite amazing when you consider how things went in Minnesota. And you know, my it, on the flip side, you know, my mom has always been very protective of me. My you know, my mom, um, you know, loves me, and she and she's the one who course really raised me because my father I visited him but he didn't really even take care of me um but yeah so that's the thing but it just makes it reminds me of that because I always think about those early days and that, that's how I got onto this topic is I was thinking about how I used to live like a wild animal and just eat whatever dirt sand grass I, I've eaten various leaves off of different trees I and and there was a time um, when I, after we moved to Lee Summit, I, I, you know, I always liked to go down to the creek and there were certain plants like I would, I try eating leaves from different plants and there were certain berries that I ate. Uh, I and think there was, berries yeah, could be poisonous. Yeah, well, I, I, I think um, what I ate was some kind of wild grapes. Like they tasted kind of like grapes, but they were out in this. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they were they were a lot smaller than those, but that was because there wasn't much water that got to that area. It, it was in the summer, and they didn't have a big water supply there. But it was in this like field type area, and there was these this vine that grew all these these little things. They looked like little berries, but they tasted very grape like. And so I used to pick those things and eat them there. And then I tried, you know, eating leaves. I tried eating grass um, from different places, and some things tasted good. And some things tasted really bad, and I spit them out instantly. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. And I used to go down there and eat that because, you know, we were always poor growing up. That thing about it. Um, and so having enough food. Um, did, did I tell you about the time when I ate bread for three months? No. Oh, man, there's so much I haven't told you. This isn't really related to the 5G topic, but do you want me to tell about the the time I ate bread for three months well yeah but I was gonna say regarding what you were eating off of the land see vegans have to understand if they don't get involved in stopping the, the toxicity of the environment it's also gonna hurt the animal so yeah, yeah it's horrible how the animals are being slaughtered in factory farms or just in a regular farm, but for the wild animals, I mean, they could very possibly have a, a long-suffering incident as well. I mean, when you're at a slaughterhouse, it's painful for the animals, but in most cases, it's quick. But if you're being poisoned, you know, that starts, like, paralyzing you, and you don't know what's happening and whatnot. And that's yeah. very just traumatizing to a creature. You know, yeah. you're lucky that whatever you were eating off of the ground, you're, you are 
fortunate that you're here. But go on with your next story. Yeah. And by the way, this is this is what I've been dipping my organic vegan um, grape in. Sesame ginger dressing, no oil added. It's not organic, though, so it, I got it at Whole Foods Market, but at least it's non-GMO. And, um, yeah. <coughs> anyway, oil, you know, I just, just wanted to add something. Excuse me. Oil's not supposed to be that great for you. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've read things to that effect. All right, so go on. Oh, you wanted to eat too now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely we need, get, we need to get these products to be our sponsors. Go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing. I remember my mom and I used to go to Lee Summit Social Services, and we, you know, we didn't have money for food, really. Um, it was it was very complicated. Um, and but we there was in order to get food. Um, from Lee Summit Social Services, my mom had to provide certain proof of income or whatever, right. and the only income the income was government assistance anyway. Um, back well, then. I do That's, get some assistance because I'm in a yeah. I'm in, a bad, in a financial tizzy. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, though, is but because. Because uh, she didn't have the papers that um, she needed to prove uh, her income to get food at the main place, there was still a place where they would give bread. So they would give bread to anybody who needed it. So okay. there was this, I remember this big room full of bread. And so we just got loaves and loaves of bread. It was all different kinds of bread. Some, you know, some of it tasted good. Like some of it would have garlic and stuff. It was pretty good. Um, but and then some was just plain old bread tasting, you know. Um, but so because we were able to get loads and loads of bread, like that was all I ate. Like all I ate was bread. That was the only solid food I ate for three months. About I remember. Wow, and, that's not that doesn't sound healthy to me. But continue. well, no it. No, it, it wasn't healthy. However, the thing is, we could get bread for free. And the very fact that it was free and we had it meant I got in the habit of eating a lot of bread, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing is, in my life, I've always struggled um, with a, a very bizarre eating disorder where I don't eat enough because I always... I, my childhood experiences have given me like this weird feeling where I'm not worthy to eat. Like oh, I don't know, but you are, you are. I know. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. That, that's been, that's been one of the, those problems is that, um, because I, you know, I didn't have enough food growing up and I was always, and then poverty and all that, not knowing if I was going to have food, that was always a constant fear. So what would happen is yeah. even if we, even if we had food, I was afraid to eat the food because, well, then we would run out if I ate the food and then where would the next meal come? So I, so I just thought, well, you know, maybe I'll just eat things uh, out in nature. Just, just eat things near the woods, near the Creek. And that's why I was eating every plant I found, just trying to eat different leaves. And, and I try, I tried eating tree bark. I tried all kinds of things. And the thing, and here's the weird thing about it. Although that's, I'm not suggesting everybody go out and, and eat every random plant in the wild. I am not suggesting that. No. But I got but I got to tell you 
that's still healthier than the than the standard American diet. <laughs> <laughs> You He's know, not a doctor, everyone, don't sue us. Yeah, but we get yes, a, I, I get if there's point. anything to know, I am not a doctor. But when you think about it, when I'm eating plants at the at the creek, at least I was not, you know, I wasn't getting all the same all the same type of harmful chemicals from some in, industrial uh, producer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because this was out, out. This was just out in in land that was probably owned by somebody, but nobody was using it. And so the plants, like the grass, would grow taller than I was. And you have to remember, I was like what 10, 11 years old. You know, <laughs> so I was a lot shorter then. But yeah, but yeah. So you know, these plants were completely wild no human interference as a result they wouldn't have had gmos or or stuff like that they probably right. they probably were not fertilized with manure either because mm -hmm. there was no there was, there was exactly so so the way plants so were it wasn't before, just organic it was veganic yeah yeah so it was basically i was being a raw organic vegan out. wow that is that is sultry let me tell you I know. I mean, when you but when you think about it, if the power grid goes out, and that's that's what brought me to this. Remember, because if the power grid goes out and everybody's electricity is wiped out, all the stores, even all the gas stations will stop. People won't even be able to drive their cars anymore. Everything, the whole system will shut down. So all people will have is their clothes to, to keep them warm. And they will have to go outside and find something to eat. Some will go eat wild plants, as I did. Others will probably start killing and eating the other humans, probably. Um, they'll, they'll probably kill and eat the deer as they currently do, which annoys me. Those innocent deer, they don't hurt anybody, but everybody wants to hurt them. What's up with that? Um, but yeah. So why would a regular car go out if it's not electric? They should still work. Yeah, but remember the gas stations, the process of getting the gas, it's all electric. Oh, the pumps yeah, are, yeah, right. yeah, the pumps are electric. The way people pay for gas is electric. Everything is electric. Um, and even and and cars themselves still have batteries. Even the cars, though they're mainly powered with gasoline, they still have a battery. So there's electric components to every car out there. Of so so basically there's not even usage of cars eventually after those batteries run out and the gas runs out, then nobody will be able to drive cars. So if that happens, it would probably lead to the near extinction of the human race within less than a month, pretty easily. Because most people would not be able to survive. I mean, I, 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 know, I know my mom wouldn't. That's the thing. I mean, I'm the one who does her grocery shopping um, for her. And without grocery stores, I don't know what she she would do. And without me, she would probably die too. But that's a whole other story. But um, <laughs> uh, but have you seen on Facebook photos of those lions that were abandoned in some zoo in the Sudan? I believe you can see their ribs. It's horrible. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. You can go on my page. It's recent, and. I haven't thought about what you said in depth. I did hear about the solar flare from the syndicated radio show, Coast to Coast AM. And George Norrie and a whole bunch of people, he's the host, 
have done their best to tell the government that there should be a shield around um, our grid in order for that not to happen. But the government hasn't done that. Yeah. Because it's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, obviously. But um, it's very interesting because that would cause, if it happens, it's kind of weird because on the one hand, I hope it doesn't happen because it's going to lead to a lot of suffering of a lot of people. However, on the plus side, if it does happen, well, think about it this way. Well, with the, with the, um, it, with all the deaths of those humans, think how many fewer of the other animals will be harmed. Because the, the, it, it's one of those, it's kind of like, I have this weird love-hate relationship with humanity where I respect I respect their lives as, as individuals, you know, but the, every time that a carnist dies, I think, well, there's less animals uh, harmed, you know, less money going to the animal agriculture because that person is no longer alive to buy meat, dairy, and eggs and all that stuff. So it's like... I try to look at it with a positive, like, well, I try to enjoy the good parts of people while they're alive, and then after they die, then I like to celebrate that their death means less suffering for others. So I try <laughs> to think, I try to think, uh, well, okay, basically, it's like, always look on the bright side of death. <laughs> you know that movie? No, I don't. But you were very oh, oh, cute yeah. in singing it. Oh, yeah. It was this movie called The Life of Brian. Oh, it was a good movie. What was it called? Uh, the Life of Brian. Um, it, it, okay, it was a British comedy. It, okay, so oh, you, you're going to love I love this. British comedies. Okay, it's, it's very funny. So, yeah, British people uh, do this. And, yeah, yeah, The Life of Brian. So what happens is there's this guy named Brian who lives at the time of Jesus, okay? And you see, and you, and you see, and you see Jesus preaching and stuff, but there's this guy named Brian that something goes horribly wrong, and then people think that he is the Messiah instead of Jesus. Okay. So everybody, so everybody, Everybody listens to this Brian guy um, and thinks that he has words of wisdom and follows him around everywhere and he's trying to escape from him. And then he and then he ends up getting crucified, but Jesus does not. And it's it's yeah, I, I think it I think it was made by the Monte Python people, like the British oh, comedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that it was now it, it was it was a whole it was a hilarious movie. I think it was rated R. I think it had only one nude scene. It was very weird. Like it, it was. It had this one. It had this one. This scene with this totally naked woman in it. So that's the thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that's only for five minutes of the movie. So you can skip past that part if you want. But but seeing all the humor happens and people talking in a British accent, you know, of, about events, you know, people were not talking, you know, British like that in Jesus. It was different. It would be Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic type stuff anyway. But they all have a British accent. These actors, it's hilarious. And so that song comes from that about always looking on the, the bright side of death and all. So, but the, it just reminded me of that because I was thinking about how I try to. I try to look at the positive side of things. I, I really try. It is very hard to stay in a good mood. 
in this this world full of its problems. But I try. Okay. Oh my God, do I try? I try all the time in this institution, and I pray. Oh my God, do I pray? I pray every single day for revolution, and I say, hey, 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 hey. I said, hey. What's going on? <laughs> How do you like Isn't that? Isn't that by four non-blondes? Yes. Yeah. Four, yeah. <laughs> the four non-blondes. <laughs> oh, I, I love that song. I just love, I absolutely love that song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have most lyrics of that song, remember? And I bought that on iTunes. That is a very funny song. <laughs> I realized quickly when I knew I should that the world was made up of this brotherhood of man. For whatever that means. <laughs> Who was the lead singer of that? She reminds me of Annie Lennox. It's not Annie Lennox, is it? I don't even know the name of the singers. Oh, Annie Lennox is the one who was with the Eurythmics. She sung like she's she sung songs like Sweet dreams I'm made of this. Oh, I know that song. And um, also she sings, um, Here comes the rain again, falling on my hair like a memory, falling on my hair like a new emotion. And then she also sings something, um, something about using people. Gosh, I'll get it. Um, have you heard that one? That one to use you. Some of them want to be abused. Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be abused. Yeah, I have heard that. Ooh, I, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's the Sweet Dreams one. That's the Sweet Dreams one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard these songs at High V uh, before because they, they play all kinds of radio, some radio station, whatever. I think it's like internet, iTunes radio or something. It just plays all these random uh, things. Um, but yeah, um, and there's this... There's this other song. Have you heard? Have you heard of? Have you heard of the Black Horse and the Cherry Tree? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I don't remember the exact li lyrics. Um, something about a cherry uh, tree. Do 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 dum. Does it have a harmonic in it? I I don't remember the tune of it. But okay. So this woman is see is out somewhere and she sees a black horse under a cherry tree or something and the the the, the big black horse uh, turned to me and said said will you marry me and i said no 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 <laughs> i said no no you're not the one for me and so <laughs> and so I, I i so i heard this song and i went to my my co-worker uh who used to work there and 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 i i said um hey josh um if if a big black horse next to a cherry tree asked you to marry it, would you? <laughs> it's not an it. It has. It, they have a gender. Go ahead. I, I I know, but I prefer it because it's gender neutral. See, other people think other people think that calling somebody an it is offensive, but it's a way of avoiding he or she. I would prefer to you be can thought say of as they. It. They is yeah. a new one for he or she. Well, 
Yeah, you can say they, but I think they seems to kind of imply a plural thing because it's kind of used in it sometimes uh, when you say they, people think of a group of people. Whereas when you say it, it's more singular. You don't refer to it as multiple. So that's why I, how I think of it. But I, I I actually like anything I can use as a gender neutral thing because first of all, okay. I'm very sensitive about gender, that, and we will get into that in in our next episode. In I our believe. next show, which we are going to record tonight. <laughs> yeah, that is the plan. Um, but yeah, um, but I, I but uh, these days you have to be careful not to call anybody sir or ma'am or he or she because first of all, you don't know what gender is anybody anymore. And ma'am makes okay. me feel old. And all other women, it makes it feel old, unless you're in the military. But go on. Yeah, well, I've told people that not to call me sir because it makes me feel old. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, to I totally get that. That's not the only reason I don't like being called sir. But, <laughs> but we'll get into that in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, sorry to anybody who's listening to this, but this always happens. We started talking about the brain and damage caused by 5G and how it's killing the birds and the bees. And and then I got sidetracked into talking about how I ate sand, rocks, and grass, and and bread, bread and, and for three months and all sorts of weird stuff Sounds I ate. Sounds like um, you might be Jesus. Chastity White Rose. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> you have the same hair color. Huh. And next, and next year, or this year rather, you'll be the age that he was. Uh... Oh, that's true. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be thirty-three. Yeah, this is weird. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> one t one time. Um, Somebody, uh, I, I, I was walking by and somebody didn't know I was there and they said, whoa, Jesus. And I said, well, I'm not Jesus, but I'll take that as a compliment. You know, like it was it was funny. So then they started calling me Jesus after that. Every time I walked by, then he'd be like, hey, Jesus. And it became a thing for a while. And I, I, I think until he's, he no longer worked. As, or that's right. He moved to Alaska. That's what happened to that guy. But but um <laughs> yeah that was, that was just funny but the more but the longer my hair gets the more people are going to mistake me for jesus <laughs> which is which is kind which is kind of weird because i'm an atheist and i'm not even sure jesus actually existed it, but but now uh, wait a minute don't go saying there's not enough proof because in the beginning of this show we said that people say there's not enough evidence to say that this is bad, this 5G. Uh, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. But yes. it, it it's it's one of but it, it, it is a fine example though, what I was talking about. For example, um I've never actually really looked into evidence for whether or not GS existed, probably because I don't care. It makes no difference to my life. So that's the thing is so when somebody doesn't care, they're very very, they're not very likely to do their research. So it's kind of, it's one of those exact, exact examples of what I'm talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. But, but I do think people need to be uh, more careful because I think we, for, I mean, taking, for example, you can use it with the Jesus example, you can use it with the 5G or any example. 
you have people who are either very, very sure something's true just because they heard it on the news or because they read it on Facebook. So you have people who believe anything and everything without researching. And then on the flip side, you have people who don't believe uh, something um, just because they see it. I find that I'm more on the skeptical side where mm -hmm. I tend to I tend to not believe in something until I actually research and then I become convinced. And it didn't it didn't take with veganism, it didn't take me very long to to see all the footage of what was being done to animals before I Yeah, learned. I mean if you see things destruction with your eyes, I don't care if you're going into a lab and yeah. experimenting however yeah. you're experimenting. I see it with my eyes, you know, or if yeah. somebody's feeling something, or if someone's giving a testimonial and they're not getting paid for it, why would they want to put themselves out there, most people? And, you know, when I was talking yeah. about this on my town's Facebook group, and I'll put it out there because there were some real mean people <laughs> to me. It was called the Sunland Independent, and they kicked me off the group, for goodness sakes. Um, one person said, to somebody who has known me for a while i didn't know he even lived in the area she said because he said i've known monique lucas for a long time she knows a lot about health um she's a good person and this woman comes back in the comments saying well i'm sure she's she's fine but i don't believe anybody that just has a strong opinion because i realized that people could talk with confidence and they don't really know all the evidence and whatnot. And I understand where she's coming from to an extent because, you know, look at the president, you know, he has all the confidence in the world and some of the things he's saying are less to be desired. But I mean, I think in this case that regardless of whether you feel that this is very harmful or not, there's no denying the fact that Radiation is not good on a massive scale. And that's what's going to happen if we have more cell phone towers. My mother, when I was little, she used to tell me to sit away from the television. You know, there's so many little kids and they're practically there on the screen. But she always had me sit like 10 feet back or so. Not that much. But because, you know... I know a lot of people don't have TVs now, but if you shut the TV off, you can, you can, well, even if it's on, you can feel that static, right? Yeah. 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 You know what I used to do with that static? I used to go up to, to it and, and put my head next to it so that, that my hair would get all frizzy. Like it would, it was awesome looking. Just get the static electricity all over my hair. I like Sounds that. Sounds like <laughs> Einstein. Your hair is a little bit Einstein-y today, but go on. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, that's just the thing. I always liked what static electricity did to my hair. <laughs> it looks funny. It might not have been the healthiest thing to be putting my head right next to all that static electricity, but it sure made my hair look good. <laughs> <laughs> You're either like a rock star or a mad scientist. Anyway, or as both. you were saying, as you were saying. Uh, what, what was I saying? I forgot. <laughs> um... Well, I was, you, you were talking about Jesus, and I said, well, in the beginning, we said that um, some people are always saying that they need more evidence or there's no evidence. Because you said you didn't even know if he walked, and you said people don't really care. If yeah. people don't care, then they don't look into it. That's what you were saying. Yeah, 
I think it's very interesting. Like, I think that applies to the Jesus thing, but I think it also applies to the 5G thing, for example. Um, because I think a lot of people um, are probably not going to look into this 5G thing because they're, they're, they're not really concerned with it. Mm-mm. I mean, okay, l- let's be honest about something, Monique. Most people are not concerned about their own health. They're not concerned about the health of other humans around them. And there's certainly, and, and, and while, of course, we care about the death of birds and bees, but how many other humans actually care if the, the birds or bees drop dead? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? You can, like, tell those people. They just go on their merry way. There's something about those people that don't care. Something in their yeah. eyes. Something in the way they just go on day by day and I can't stand it I just can't stand that type of person yeah <laughs> yeah 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 any yeah. of them yeah it, it's one of those things and 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 see the thing in my case is obviously I haven't looked at all of the evidence with this 5g well, stuff I, excuse me it's called being conscious. At, yeah yeah but yeah like, but like my thing is obviously I, I have, I've only looked at like the stuff you sent me in a few Google searches about this 5G thing, you know. Um, but my, my issue is mostly that not enough people are going to care. And even, and even if the entire U.S. population of citizens was against it, the big technology companies will probably still get their way. They have the money, so they always win. So there's the issue. I feel like... Um, it's probably, I mean, I, I, I hope that people can do some good with it, but I do feel like it's a, it's a lost cause that it's impossible to win. That's the only thing about it. You know, like I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not going to deny the harms of the 5G thing. And I'm not, I'm just, I'm just more like, look at how humanity has failed to succeed um, at stopping many harms. L- look how long it took to get rid of, of, of smoking in public places. And even smoking itself hasn't been eradicated. We, there are still smokers and cigarettes are still being sold uh, in great enough numbers for the, for the industry selling them to still make tons of money. And if we, we haven't been able to get rid of that, we haven't been able to get rid, rid of animal agriculture we haven't been able to stop the fossil fuels. All of these things that should have been stopped a long time ago, that have not been. Unfortunately, there are so many causes, and I feel like this 5G thing is another lost one. So, I mean, so my, my if, if there's anything I really want to say before we close out this episode, it's that for everybody to do the best good um in the way they can if if however they feel they have to protest against this or any other social issue do what you feel right but also be sure to take care of yourself and not sacrifice too much of your own time and and health and money on something that you you're likely to lose anyway and it may not change what you intend and it's it's sad. So it's it's one of those things. You have to be careful how much of yourself you give to something because if yeah. if you don't succeed, then you've lost it for nothing. So yeah, that reminds me of this lesson that I taught yesterday. You know, 
when I go into schools and I'm given a plan what to teach and it's like I have to I have to learn something on the spot you know and um there was this one history lesson and his name was John White back in the 1500s so he came to Roanoke Island in North Carolina and unfortunately the crew that was with him killed a Native American leader I don't know why but probably because they were greedy <laughs> anyway they went back to England and then he came back with about 130 people including family members and within a month they had um run out of food they were having trouble growing food and because the native americans had been attacked before by him they attacked them and one person passed away so he left them these 130 people and he went back to england to try to get more supplies and what happened was when he went back, there was a war that took place. So he couldn't just leave. So three years later, he comes back to Roanoke Island. And now everybody is gone. There's just a wooden sign that said, uh, it, was, it was the name of a tribe, a friendly Native American tribe. And he wanted to look for them, but unfortunately, there were um, really bad storms. So he couldn't do that, and I guess for his own survival, he had to go back to England. Now, why am I telling you that? Because, well, first of all, I believe it was him or his crew that started off the bad chain of events by killing the Native American leader. That's what you call karma, unless it was in self-defense, but it didn't say it was. Um, but I'm saying... Because this man went back and forth across the Atlantic Ocean in the 1500s. <laughs> that takes a long time. And nothing ever got accomplished. Hello? Yeah, yeah you just froze. Uh, I hear you. Can you so, hear me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he went, you know, he, he went back. He brought the family and the people. We're going to settle. That didn't work. He went back to get supplies, and he comes over again. He can't find them, and he has to go back. And all that time he spent on the Atlantic Ocean, how many times is that? Okay, the first time over was one, and then back is two, and then three with the family, and then back four to get supplies, and then back five yep. to find them again couldn't find them and went back that's six times across the atlantic ocean and yeah happened you know He's, yeah it, it, you know we, we 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 believe that the pilgrims are the ones that really established the first you know american spot but you know these people did but they disappeared so no nothing got accomplished yeah so I, I see I'm what with you on that right. you have to really bide your time because this activism it does not pay Unless you're a lobbyist and you're being paid, then it's um, it's draining. And I do agree with you that we have to talk about it online. At least online, you're not expending, you know, time and money in the way that you would if you're traveling around. 
But yeah. there is something to be said if you go a few times at least in person. There's something to be said about meeting somebody in person, eye-to-eye contact. When you're online, unless you're really talking to them a lot, you're kind of like a number in some ways. But if you actually meet them face-to-face, they remember that you came out to care enough. And you do, you do establish a connection more so than if you never met them in person. So I do believe that. And if you actually show up in person, people see that you actually cared to be there. So just want yeah. to that up. Yeah, it, it may have its benefits. And I feel like it, it, it's a lot better if you can get a group of people to travel together to do it rather than an isolated individual doing it. Because people do take it more seriously when you have a whole group of people, I think. You oh, know. yeah. Individuals, yeah. people look at funny or, oh, you're so brave, you know? And well, yeah. That's another thing that I hate. Oh, you're so brave. Like, people used to say that if you spoke out about some things, like sexual assault and whatnot, if you spoke out about that, because nobody speaks was speaking out about it. But why do you have to be brave to speak out about something that should just be a no-brainer shouldn't be around you know that always got me in the fact where oh or see you're so passionate about it they probably told me that too when i was speaking out about sexual assault and harassment well you know as i like to say it it's not that i'm brave that i talk about all these things no that's not it at all it's more like i'm i'm too autistic to know better I'm just too socially awkward, and I say things with no awareness of how they're going to be received by people. So I, I suppose a normal person might think that this is being brave to talk about the things that we do, even as much as doing our podcast and the things we we talk about M- might be considered brave by some people. And if you want to think of it as brave, you can, but it's more like um, I just, I just, I'm just real. I just, I just speak speak the truth. And I don't think about being brave or anything like that. Brave kind of is a weird thing anyway. I, I, it I don't, is. I think of people sword fighting or something, you know? It, I know. It's like it's like somebody is, is in the military or something, and they say that they're brave or something like that. And I'm like, okay. I think I think we could have a whole episode on about what it means to be brave or if there is such a concept. But we, okay, we are actually at an hour for this recording, and we still have to include the previous call that got dropped. So we probably should wrap this up. We always go longer than we intend. <laughs> Let us wrap it up, but I'm going to leave this question with you. Okay. So I've done my part today. I'm planning to go to the Sunland Neighborhood Council meeting. I'm repeating, Monday, February the 3rd, 7 p.m., Pacific Standard Time at Apperson Elementary for the land use meeting where there's supposed to be some sort of a phone company talking about how they want to put up the antenna that I showed where it's going to be in the beginning of the show. I plan to go. What are you going to do? Like, are you going to call a council member? Can you find your council members? emails can you send one out and say i'm concerned i don't want this in my area 
No, I'm not one who does that. I guess you could say I'm not brave like you, Monique. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wouldn't send an email with this actual um, episode? I don't know, maybe. We'll, we'll have to think about that. But um, anyway, yeah, I I should end this recording. This is getting very long. So... Oh.